Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Good news. Yet another one. Another big caravan of illegal aliens uh, on their way from who knows where to uh, to Texas. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's fun, right? It's fun. It's fun not having sovereign a good borders for it. Yeah, it is. with this administration. Oh, and yet, we're told, oh, those are sovereign, uh, secure borders. <laughs> the, the border is sovereign, and it is secure. Really? By wow. Magic? Or? With like two million people flooding across it every year? <sighs> or at least this year? That's, uh, that's an amazing definition of sovereign and secure that you have, because uh, that's what they're telling us. Oof. Uh, so not only is there no border, but, um, apparently it's costing us taxpayers a ton of money to not build the wall, to not build the wall. Huh? Madness. Uh, former border patrol chief Rodney Scott talking about Biden paying $5 million a day to not build the border wall. Talk about the border wall. What were the the instructions after the transition of administrations when it came to the wall. So a presidential proclamation came out and uh, it was a 60-day pause that uh, publicly available. Uh, we're supposed to do an in-depth study and then come up with a plan going forward. Uh, so Border Patrol did its part, everything. Um, that was done within about two weeks. Uh, several briefings later, uh, there really had not been any decisions made. It went well beyond the 60 days. Uh, many of those projects today are just still on hold. So we're paying contractors uh, oh. for a while. It was almost $5 million a day between DOD and DHS. To not. To work. not build the border wall. There's wait, wait, wait. Mm. $5 million a day to not build the oh. wall. To not build a wall. Even though they have all the stuff, they have... There are stacks what? and stacks of border wall uh, panels. There's hundreds of miles of fiber optic cabling. My uh, gosh. There's hundreds of, bo- of cameras that were being installed with that. Uh, that are just sitting. There's no action being taken. So what wow. do they say when the briefing is, well, this really helps us? If we could just plug this in, if we could just finish this thing, what do they say? We're not building more wall. There's no conversation. There's, not, there's no adult dialogue, if you will. It's just, it's just a black and white decision. The administration mm-hmm. said we're not doing it, so we're not doing it. That money is just trickling away mm-hmm. to those contractors for not work each day. Five million a day? That's more than a trickle, my friend. That is pouring. I, I, I guess we've been so conditioned into the billions and the trillions that five million is trickling. Wow. Cameras, fiber optics, all of that stuff ready to go. To make it a secure border wall. Yeah, and I feel safe now, don't you? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they took care of it. They're paying them not to install all of that stuff. And, and think of this, okay? Mm. Pat, it's not like the border right now is mm. totally fine and nobody's really coming across. Right. It's worse than it's ever been. Right. And this stuff is sitting there and we're paying for it. Can a nation commit suicide faster than us? Well, what would you do differently? If you were trying to destroy this country, what would you do differently? That's the question. I, I wouldn't do a diff- I wouldn't do a thing that's different than this. This is exactly what the commies ordered. Exactly. <laughs> just 
They haven't left anything to chance. That's just, inc- I mean, it's incredible. We're out of words, man. Yeah, it's incredible. Jeez. Sanity. Uh, then we had, you know, the discussion with uh, John Kerry. He literally didn't know what the hell was going on in, his, in the world. He literally didn't know what was going on. Here's what he said to the uh, Frenchy Frenchies uh, the other day about uh, President Biden not knowing about the dust-up with France. And uh, President Biden asked me about it, and I told him and expressed I told uh, him. Uh, you told Joe Biden that it was not the right He thing. asked me. He said, what's yes, but- the situation? And I explained exactly uh, <laughs> He, was, he had not been aware of that. He literally, literally had not been aware, had not been of aware. what had transpired. And I don't want to go into the details of it, but suffice <laughs> this is too it to embarrassing. say that, uh, that the president... It would chill uh, you to the bone uh, if I told you what he said to me. <laughs> is very committed to um, uh, strengthening the relationship <laughs> right. and making that's sure right. that this is a small event of the past. He's committed to fighting his pants right now. That's, that's why I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I want to get into the details of how drool was running down his chin when I was trying to explain the situation to him with the subs. That's right. Oh. And how uh, Dr. Doctor Jill Biden was feeding him his pudding at the time. <laughs> and look, I don't want to go into the details of uh, how you have to time meetings with uh, Joe, but it's best to catch him when it's pudding time with uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Jill feeding him. That's that's what he's... Uh, that's when you can catch him. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, That's when he's awake. And uh, he's just had his medicine. Oh, my so, gosh. There's what he said. I mean, you know, John Kerry's not trying to hurt the president. I think we all know that, right? I John Kerry is angle. not trying to hurt him. What would his angle be? I think his only angle here is to, to appease the French. And he's saying, look, he, he didn't even know. So there, there was no uh, intent to offend you guys. I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was just kind of a John Kerry in the moment. Let yeah. me let me placate these and journalists. He, and he didn't realize at the time what he was actually saying and what we were going to pick up on. Right. Wait a minute. What are you? What? The president didn't know about that huge thing? Come yeah. on now. And quite honestly, I think some of these politicians, John Kerry being <clears> one of them, uh, kind of has this mindset of I'm in France. Who's going to see this? That, they, they don't yes. think of viral videos right. or the internet because they're old school. You know that's true. And he's in France all the time, mm-hmm. saying stuff to them all the time. And most of it doesn't get back to us. I mean, he he's all about the French and always has been. John Kerry's cozied up to the French his whole life, which is fine. I mean, I don't I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But uh, so he's used to that relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and then it gets back to the rest of us and he's created a furor. And so now uh, Jen Psaki was asked about it yesterday by, of course, who else? <laughs> Peter Ducey. Yeah. Asked her about this, this president's first what love is said. foreign policy. So yeah. why doesn't he know about these things in real time? Of course he knew about the French being displeased. About, let me finish. Peter, I would encourage you to ask John Kerry specifically about the context of his comments. The president and, John, and the former secretary are also good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, he relies on his counsel, uh, and as he does with many members of his national security team. Mm-hmm. But that certainly is not what he was intending to convey. Uh, go ahead. Well, of course it wasn't what he was intending to convey, but... You can't say that he just, oh, yes, he knew completely. Yeah. I mean, you know that when they, when this broke yesterday, 
all of the president's horses and all of the president's men and all of the president's women got together to figure out, okay, how do we spin this? Well, we're just going to deny it because then it'll be our word against John Kerry's. And then we can fi- we let John figure out how to spin his words. Hmm. But we're just going to deny it. What else can they do? And then I think... What else can they do? Somewhere in that meeting was probably the line, um, what do we tell the president when he wakes up from his third nap of the day? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody asks him about it, how does he explain it? Well, he's not going to be asked about it because uh, we're going to put him to bed uh, at 11 this morning. <laughs> so he won't be available. You know, he's he he's actually closed down shop for the day before noon. He's done so, it at yeah. 9 a.m. Yeah. Before. So it wouldn't be shocking. So that is not shocking. And the and the media is used to that. What do they call it? They call it... We Putting a lid on the day. Put a lid on the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. We put a lid on it. <laughs> at 8 in the morning? Really? Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, but what a... You know, just an absolute... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, I heard you putting that into the system the other day, and I did not expect it in this context, but that's perfect. <laughs> I thought you were working on some other parody or something. No, no you got it ready for no. Jin Saki. Well, anyone in this administration that would yes. be applicable. Just liars. And they're all liars. But she, of course, has to be the lead liar because she's got to get in front of these people every day and lie. Every mm. day. Uh, there, but what are you going to? What are you going to say about that? Yeah, you know what? He's got really bad dementia right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're trying to control it. He's taking a lot of medicine, and he just didn't. He wasn't aware of the French situation. Honestly, I, so if Saturday Night Live <laughs> wasn't so partisan, oh, they left, could have a field right, day with this stuff. Right. They, 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 you know, Jinsaki up there could say, "What do you want me to tell you, Peter? That we told the president and his dementia." Uh, uh, mm-hmm. He forgot it, or do you want us to tell <laughs> right. you that he's not really the president, and so we don't tell him this stuff? <laughs> right. Which which answer do you want, Peter? I mean, you could make that a really good bit. Sure could. But you know, I remember I remember when they were not doing any skits on Barack Obama. And it was about 2010 or 11 by then, and they said there's just nothing funny about Barack Obama. <laughs> there's nothing funny about Barack Obama. Yeah. The guy was a gaff machine. Not not as bad as Biden. But he was loaded with gaffes yeah. and comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was nothing funny about him. No. So they they couldn't think of any skits involving uh, Barack Obama. Really, right out of the gate. I, I remember he was on with Jay Leno, and he was making fun of uh, Special Olympics or something like that. Remember that? Yes. Okay, you couldn't do something with that, Saturday yeah, Wasn't it the bowling thing? Yeah, yeah he's yeah, like, well, was, I guess mm-hmm. I'm not like a Special Olympian or something like that. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> But they couldn't. They couldn't take something from that. No. Really? No, they could not. Okay, they couldn't no, take they anything could from his gaffes of uh, not knowing any team nicknames. Right. The Miami Heat's, the Penn State Nittily Lions. Doesn't oh. know anybody from his favorite baseball team ever. I mean, come on. There were a million things. Yes. There were a million. How about? Uh, I've now been in fifty. Thank you. Seven states. Uh-huh. I think one left right. to go. One left to go. One, uh, one left to go. Alaska and Hawaii. I was not allowed to go 60. to. So I guess there's 60 states. Yeah. They end up taking up a hospital bed. Right. It costs oh, when yeah. if you they mm-hmm. just gave you gave them treatment gave early. Them treatment early. And they got like some it. treatment. Some treatment. And a, and a breathalyzer. A breathalyzer. And not a or an inhalator. inhalator. Not a breathalyzer. Not a breathalyzer. Or an inhalator. Because <laughs> there's no such thing as that either. So. Oh. Breathalyzer, of course, for drunk people, not for asthmatics. 
And you got there's some good craziness going on because mm-hmm. they looked at each other and they decided we know that in, in the mm-hmm. world as it has been, it might not be possible for us to get together and have a child. Mm. child. But something's stirring across the country because of what happened in Selma, Alabama, because some folks are willing to march across a bridge. Yeah, across a bridge. And so they got together and uh, Barack, Barack Obama, Obama Jr. was born. Uh, and that was uh, four years after his birth, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got together <laughs> yeah. after he was born. There's nothing funny about that. There was nothing funny there. I've got two daughters, nine, year old, uh-huh. nine years old and six years old. Sure. I'm going to teach them, uh-huh. first of all, about values and morals. All right. But yeah. if they make a mistake, mm-hmm. I don't want them punished Punish with, with a baby. baby. <sighs> I don't want them punished with... Uh-huh. Uh, an STD at the age of 16. Wow. Or or or, or how about if he's ever... Uh, did he ever throw out the first pitch at a baseball game? Oh Do you gosh. remember that oh ever? Oh, my gosh. Oh, hello. Look at there. Good throw. <laughs> You're a athlete. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you've said many times, he could have gone <gasps> on to be a champion a basketball player. Yes. But instead, Could have played service, in the NBA, but, I mean, he had a higher calling. calling. Sure. He yeah. had a much higher calling than the NBA. Yeah. And so that's the only reason he wasn't a professional basketball player. Oh wait, wait, wait. remember that was the uh, the Navy corpsman? Yeah, I, I have. Oh that my too, gosh! I mean, there is, but there's nothing there. Saturday Night Live, nothing there. Representative of the extraordinary work that our men and women in uniform do. Yeah, all around the world. Navy corpsman Christian <laughs> Bashar. <laughs> Navy corpsman. Jeez. <laughs> Have you never seen the word core spelled out, really? Oh, oh wait, wait. That, hold on a second. Uh, what, what about when he was in Ireland? And he screwed up. I love how you always oh, yeah. bring it up, and it's, it's yeah. uh, top of the morning to you. What, what does he say? <laughs> I mean, it, oh, gosh, it never ends with this clown. No, there's a lot. See, the sun's coming out. The sun's coming me out. feel it. <laughs> That's his Irish accent. But there's nothing there. The sun's there. coming out. There's nothing I can there. feel it. <laughs> nothing there. Barack yeah. Tony ass Obama. <laughs> Man. All right. Uh, let me tell you about Raycon earbuds. I love these. Love them. I really do. We got to get them plugged into this system so I can use them here. I, I, I don't know if that's even possible, but if it is, I want it to happen. But there's so much going on in the world, whether it's, you know, things you're excited about or things you'd rather not think about. You can't always control the vibe. But you can always control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds. Fantastic. They feel great. They fit. They've got all kinds of different uh, little fittings that you, for whatever ear hole size you have. And they, uh, they look great. They feel great. They stay in your ears. It's so irritating when they keep falling out. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I'd rather not use them than have them continually fall out. So whether you use them to pump up, wind down, work, work out, whatever you're doing, Raycons are definitely my go-to. They're the only ones I have. And they're like half the price of the super expensive Apple earbuds that look dorky because they got the little stick hanging down out of your ear. (laughs) (laughs) And the new Everyday Buds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Right now, you can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash gray. That's B-U-Y raycon.com slash gray. Buyraycon.com slash gray and save 15% on your Raycons. 
Gray Unleashed. Also, this is really good news. The Biden administration appears to be trying to criminalize political dissent. They're, of course, um, doing uh, the whole thing with the Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland, indicating to the Justice Department their plans to coordinate with uh, the FBI and quash protests at school board meetings. Yeah. So we're going to shut down parents. We don't, we don't want to hear from you on critical race theory or whether your kids are wearing masks, a bunch of domestic terrorists. We don't want to hear from you. Just sit down and shut up. Yeah, you had uh, Pat Head uh, Pixie Pie who tweeted out the, <coughs> that uh, they'll probably start referring to them as, instead of like the Taliban. Since, since these moms are obviously right? terrorists, you call them Talamom. Talamom. The, the Talamoms. That's good. Yeah, that's a good job, Pixie Pie. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but, yep. In a Monday memorandum, Garland directed the FBI to use its authority to investigate parents who protested at school board meetings. That is unbelievable. <sighs> Citing a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administration, board members, teachers, and staff. You know what they're doing? They're telling, they're demanding change. They're demanding that, uh, you know, they stop teaching our kids to be racists. Yeah. That's what they're doing. And I think there's been one instance of violence at these board meetings one hmm. I, and I that was where you remember the the cop uh pulling down some guy and i think it was mostly the because they just wanted him to shut up and so they yeah. had police come in and That's somebody resisted nice. and got taken down into a bunch of chairs they're doing exactly what they're <clears throat> they've done with january 6th and tried to yeah. paint this false picture of right. what and like you they're repeat a lie often enough and it becomes your reality and they're just trying to because i can't be at every school board meeting in america can you i can't nope. see it for myself well the government tells me really bad things are happening there and we can't have that so yeah let's crack down on that before it becomes even worse yeah they're really good at spinning these things into making people look like radicals oh yeah and there there's the fbi uh see? trying to <laughs> just try to fit in just blending in me. just yeah. blending oh who's your son who's your kid <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you have a daughter here? Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to speak in a minute. Uh, I'm going to, I got the microphone next. So I'm, I, I think I'll continue to wear my sunglasses, though, because it's a little bright in here. It's true. Yeah, these fluorescent so. lights uh, in the schools, man, they, they uh, do some damage to you for sure. Uh, that's an awesome effort right there. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there's the Hunter Biden stuff that you're, you know, they're doing the misinformation and the disinformation about Hunter Biden, and they're trying to crack down on people who are disseminating that information, which, of course, is all accurate. Uh, it's been proven there that this was Hunter Biden's laptop. There's no doubt about that anymore. There's no doubt that those emails were his. There's no doubt of any of that. Then, of course, January 6th, which was the biggest terrorism event in world history somehow and they tried to uh, obviously bring down the u.s government <sighs> rob i don't know if we have that disturbing video oh no from the oh pat you right really want to show this violence again that just stormed I... the capitol that's building. the word they they stormed they it stormed it all right and then you know all <laughs> hell broke loose there was chaos and look bloodshed this. look at this look at that I just threw up again in my mouth. I mean, that guy's bit. walking around holding his camera up, taking video. Yeah. I mean, he's just bragging about his destruction of walking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at that. 
Just look at that. I mean, these some people are actually going outside again. They came in and they went right back out. For anyone who is just listening on uh, Blaze Radio, uh, it's a, a you don't want to know. You really don't want to know what's going on right now. <laughs> because people are milling around. Yeah. They're milling around in the Capitol building. Just uh... And walking. There's a bunch of them, too. There's dozens of people milling around. What do they call it? Parading. Parading, yeah. They're look at parading. That. Look at that. Yeah. Look, oh, one of them has a flag. Uh, that says something naughty about Joe Biden. It says, let's so, go, Brandon, I think. Let's go, says. Brandon. <laughs> America's favorite NASCAR driver, <clears throat> Brandon. <laughs> and even at non-NASCAR events, we're hearing about Brandon wherever uh, crowds that, gather. I, I've never seen anything like it. The support <laughs> for an athlete that covers so many different areas. It's, it's really it just, something, yeah. It knows no limits. <laughs> Brandon's yeah. fame has spread far and wide. It's really, it must be gratifying to Brandon because mm-hmm. I bet he didn't expect this. Rob, it's Brandon Brown, correct? That, that's his name? Can't, I can't. So does uh, Rob, does your mic not work anymore? Of course, if his mic doesn't work, he's not going to be able to tell us. They took the your mic. mic out of that room? Oh, they did? No, I think that speaker's disconnected and we never remember oh. where the show's over to, to look at it. We'll have to I look at it. I think it got it. kicked or something under there. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, the U.S. mask guidance for kids right now oh, no. Oh, no. is the strictest in the world. United States strict mask guidance for kids against policies across. Uh, it goes against policies across much of the planet. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control, the CDC. Uh, advises masking for all school kids two and older. She's trying to keep a mask on a two-year-old. Good luck with that. That's earlier than the uh, World Health Organization, European Union, and United Kingdom. Kids need to see faces, according to Jay Bacharaya. Oh, that's Professor good. of medicine, thank you. I was I, I was wondering how you were going to power through that last name. I just powered through it. I don't even know if that's right. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's close enough. <laughs> Youngsters watch people's mouths thank to you. learn to speak, thank read, you. and understand emotions. And they're not, they don't have a chance to do that right now. No, we are raising psychos. The UK no longer advises masking students or staff at all. I'm sorry, the UK what? Huh, can you believe that? They don't, they don't mask students or the staff. That's inc- <laughs> tell you what. seriously. We've just taken over the nutty, uh, extreme left wing position for everybody in the world now. Yeah, I mean this is this mm-hmm. is life under Marxism, is it not? Yeah, it sure is. Okay. England recommends against masking for anyone younger than three for health and safety reasons. Uh, that's a little bit of an, of sanity, anyway. Just a little bit, and that goes a long way right now. <laughs> right, man. The European Center for Disease Prevention and Control advises masking when feasible for those older than 12. Never feasible. But recommends against masking for primary school children. So, like, in, uh, you know, in first through sixth, K through six, you, you shouldn't be masking them at all. No, no, and it's so tragic, just even here in Texas, where Greg Abbott said, no masks, stop this. And then these judges have one by one been picking off school districts saying, nope, nope, nope. I was driving through Fort Worth yesterday waiting for a bunch of kids to cross in front of the intersection and stuff and they've got the mask around their chins because they just got out. Now I can breathe, you know? And you're like, dear God. Jeez. So so it's still a thing here in Texas. 
I was driving through a neighborhood yesterday, and a car had pulled into their driveway. The owner of the home got out, wearing the mask, still wearing a mask, in their car, walking to their front door, unlocking it and opening and walking into their house, still masked. So I don't know. They might be wearing their mask inside their home with their own family. I don't know. Right? We saw that one family that CNN Dickens. highlighted. that they, they, they were sitting around playing a board game together, which, first of all, not realistic to begin with. <laughs> right. But then they're wearing, I don't know which is less believable, the fact that you're wearing a mask 24-7 in your house or that you're actually playing a board game with your family. Stop it. But it's it's absolutely madness. And, and good luck, and I don't say this flippantly, good luck with your lungs down the line. Yeah. Good luck. I hope that, that don't somehow... don't have any idea what's going on with that. Right? I you mean, the long-term rest- effects could be disastrous. Stop restricting breathing, especially for these kids. Gosh, you got to get your kids out of these schools. And because nobody does proper mask maintenance, they're filthy. They, they got germs that, that would probably make uh, COVID-19 look like it's something healthy for you. It looks like kale in comparison. No. It's a superfood compared to what you're probably uh, collecting on your mask. Because we don't wash them. We don't throw them away and wear a new one the next time. I mean, you're supposed to do that like every day. And in fact, multiple times a day if you're touching it and whatever else you're doing during the course of your work. I mean, it would be one thing, Pat, if these schools were actually teaching what? What is it? The three R's? Yes. Reading, writing, and arithmetic? Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to say it. Rhythmetic. Rhythmetic. Then it does. Is there apostrophe in front of that R? Because uh, yeah. you take the A away, you have to replace it with something, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It'd be one thing if they were actually learning in these schools, but they're not. No, they're, they're being propagandized. Right. They're, they're going in there to learn how to hate you as a parent, mm-hmm. their country, their founding, the rule of law, the constitution, their own skin, their gender. Yes. Everything yes. themselves. That's yes. what, so you're you're not only sending them for that as opposed to actually learning life skills, but at the same time you're affecting their development and their health with these masks. Twenty four. I can't. And the who advises children five and under? Even the who? The who? And how old is Roger Daltrey now? Right. What is he doing advising anybody on anything? The guy's a drug-addled uh, rock star. I mean, that's where we're at. You know, a, for 60 years, planet. the guy. It's where we are. The Who, the who is telling us what to do. <laughs> I, anyway, the Who advises children five and under should never be required to mask themselves. This is based on the safety and overall interest of the child and the capacity to appropriately use a mask with minimal assistance. Even kids 6 to 11 shouldn't always mask under the same conditions as adults. Wow. I mean, we're at the point where wow. Europe, Europe and international bodies have more common sense than the leadership yes. in this country. Jeez. It used to be, well, in Europe, it, now it's, well, in the United States, they're, they're masking their kids. They really got it down in the, <laughs> I don't know. Help us. Uh, this is uh, just... Child abuse. Insane. It, it is it's child abuse. Child abuse. And, and you're endangering their health. Yeah. You can't be breathing that all day long. And again, the germs that are collecting there, uh, we're going to be sorry about this. Yeah. These child abuse factories, <clears throat> please get your kids out. Now, speaking of the craziness, for everybody, all the people who have worn a mask while alone in their car... Here's something that's really going to, a brand new 
product that you're going to love. So if you're driving around town, there's nobody in your car but you, and you're wearing a mask, you're going to love this. The new outdoor seatbelt is finally available. All right. There it is. Right there. That'll keep you really <laughs> extra Then You're going to be safe. Yeah. And you're protecting others from you launching yourself into them because you got the seat belt there to keep you secure think about this we let them make that (laughs) stupid (laughs) argument for years because you and i i remember in houston 20 years ago us talking about how i don't want to be don't tell me to wear my seat belt i'll wear it if i want to right and what was it remember i love it i love it pat it was click it or ticket yes and what was your awesome response uh oh write it and bite it Write the ticket. Write the ticket and bite it. <laughs> bite me. So, okay, so if and you what? click it, if if I don't click it and you tick it, then you can write it and bite it. <laughs> and what was the argument from the people that wanted these? Ah, uh, you could be a missile the that's missile. launched into the other person's car. You'd be a human missile. I swear, if I uh, if I die. Or hell, if I'm even injured, well, that's a bad example because I'm always injured, from someone shooting out of their car, it was my time to go. You got me. You got me. My time. Yep. Yep. (laughs) More Packer Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Rowdy introvert tweets. It's not surprising how this administration is utilizing the force of government to silence political opposition or details that make them look bad. What is surprising is how many people don't care. Yep. Depressing. Apathy is what will kill us if we don't if we don't do something about it and stand up. Uh, decapitated Texan Peppermint Saki. Pasaki has the hardest job in the country. How hard is it to lie constantly and seem to actually believe the BS coming out of your mouth? Then from Jen Pasnarki, <laughs> SNL writers are missing some low-hanging fruit by not including Jen and Peter in their skits. That would be it would be great. Hysterical. There's a gold mine of stuff there. I mean, you could have them arguing about what color the sky is. Yeah. The original <laughs> writers would have started. After her first press conference, for mm-hmm. sure. Pat's taxpayer-funded funeral potato buffet. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, Pat, I see in my neighborhood uh, people walking their dog with a mask on. The person or the dog? I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it's both. Yeah. You know, they've masked the dog as well. Massachusetts. Oh, so they're in Massachusetts. Oh, you know, earlier this week we had Steve Dason talking about the uh, deaths uh, from COVID over that week in Massachusetts, and 47% were fully vaxxed. Uh, well, mm-hmm. the following week just came out last night, and now we're up to 54% of COVID deaths are fully vaxxed Massachusetts. Uh, in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And then it was 76%, if you remember, remember in uh, Vermont for the month of Oh, September. was that right? Uh, 76% fully vaxxed. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. Yeah. That's- 76% of the deaths from COVID were fully vaccinated people. What? Is the point incredible? It's incredible. From anti-fascist, uh, the Who now saying no masks for kids now. Yeah, the Who. Well, we won't be fooled again. Hey, oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, ta-da! Oh, oh yes, sir. <laughs> All right, to add just a tad more levity to the situation, so that our heads don't explode. You know who J.P. Sears is? 
funny guy. Yeah, he's funny. He's got a lot of YouTube skits. Anyway, he's telling us why life jackets uh, should be mandatory, oh. in addition to masks, of oh, course. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Ah, ah, ah. What are you doing? Here to do a little swimming. You gotta wear a life jacket or else you can't come in. No, I'm good. Thank you, though. Life jackets are mandatory. <laughs> mandatory to wear a life jacket when you swim? And when you're not swimming, too. Why? <laughs> Cases of people getting wet are going through the roof. It's a scary time. Put it on. But that doesn't mean they're drowning. People get wet every day. It's part of life. 0.00001182% of all people drown each year. That's practically everybody. So put on a life jacket. That doesn't make any logical sense. I'm not putting one on. I know how to swim. I I've had swimming lessons. Oh, swimming lessons? You think those exist? So what, you just think your body has this natural ability to traverse through water in a way that keeps your head up so you can still breathe? Yeah, it's called swimming. Never heard of it. Flotation devices are backed by science. You don't believe in science? I do, it's just... I know how to swim. You're kind of being racist right now. <laughs> what? Look how his life jacket is keeping him from drowning. He's just standing in shallow water. Put a life jacket on now. You're putting everyone at risk of drowning. How am I putting everyone at risk? Their life jackets won't work unless you have one on. Does his life jacket work? Yes, very well. Then why would he need me to wear a life jacket when his life jacket already works? Right. We have to protect the protected swimmers from the unprotected swimmers. But aren't they already protected? Yes very well protected so they should be fine they would be except they're not very well protected because of you look you gotta put one on or you can't go in this feels creepy so where would i get one? Oh, i'm selling them right here you're selling life jackets yes huh. of course so you're demanding that everyone wear a life jacket while you are selling life jackets yes for their protection and they have to buy the life jacket from you indeed don't you think that's a conflict of interest no conflict of interest that i can think of how much money have you made this year from life jackets mm, 27 billion dollars seems like you're more interested in making money than keeping people safe from the you're an anti-science anti-life jacket climate change denier with cases of people getting wet going through the roof i'm gonna need you to buy a life jacket from me and put it on or else you'll never have access to swimming pools showers rain or drinking water ever again <laughs> you're treating me like i'm the enemy if you're concerned with people drowning shouldn't you be treating water like it's the danger instead of treating me like i'm the danger your body's made up of 70 percent water so you're basically a ticking time bomb Put one on. <laughs> Buddy, you are the last person I'd want to take direction from. You're so pushy, it's creeping me out. You're like the Harvey Weinstein of lifeguards. Thank you. But look, just today a man up the road died from drowning in a head-on collision car accident because he wasn't wearing his life jacket. Wouldn't he have died from the car accident? A bottle of water was found in the car. Counts as a water death. That doesn't make any sense. God works in mysterious ways, and there is no God, so you'll need to obey me. <laughs> oh my God, he's drowning! Help him! Sir, please get out of the pool and put this life jacket on. He can't get out, he's drowning! Grab the edge of the pool, it's right behind you! Just reach for it! That's not an approved method of protection against drowning. It's quite dangerous, actually. Just grab the edge! Do not do that, it's unapproved. For God's sake, just grab the edge! Could we censor him, please? For your protection, do not grab the edge. Help him, your lifeguard! Okay, I will. You should have put a life jacket on while you still had the chance. You're kind of getting what you deserve. <laughs> oh. Oh, 
Look what you did to him, you monster. This never would have happened if you had a life jacket on. Now put a life jacket on. Okay. Now that you're fully protected, enjoy your swim. Ah, I'll need to see proof that you're wearing a life jacket. Show me your papers. <laughs> I will not comply. I love it. Pretty good. He's awesome. And it's almost word for word Seriously. what's actually happening Precisely. on the vaccine thing. Yeah, we'll we'll tweet that out later here so on crazy. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. We've been talking about this for some time. If you have a finicky dog uh, or a dog that's just not as active as they used to be, then this could really be a great solution for you. Give it a try. Rough Greens. It's a supplement that you sprinkle over the top of your dog's food. And my dog got to the point where she didn't even, she didn't want the food unless Rough Greens was sprinkled on top of it. I kept it a secret that it was also good for her. So, so we never told her. Uh, but it does have all the essential vitamins and minerals, the probiotics, the omega oils, those uh, fatty acids that you get from around New Zealand. It's a really clean, pure product. It's all natural, so it's not going to be something you become addicted to. Uh, sometimes dogs don't love it immediately. You can find out if your dog is going to like this or not before you jump in with bull feet by uh, getting a free bag of Rough Greens just to try out for your dog for a few days, and you just pay the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F Greens. Roughgreens.com or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. Nancy in Texas. Hi, welcome to the Blaze. Good morning. Morning. Um, I was thinking about something with uh, the FBI going to go after the parents, treating them like domestic terrorists. Mm-hmm. Why don't the parents turn this around like the left does? Why don't they say we're going to reimagine the school board? Or defund the school board, defund the public schools, and reimagine. Nah, I and like then, it. Yeah. Or, you know, because that's not being a terrorist. They're just going to do exactly what they did about defunding the police. Right. Appreciate it. That's a, it's a good suggestion, Nancy, because that is the way the left operates. They control the language and change the spin on any given topic. And then everybody's like, well, yeah, uh, women's reproductive rights, they should have every every right to take care of their reproductive rights on their own. And, and is there mm-hmm. an exception to follow the money? Because that always goes back to, to follow the money, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, she talked mm-hmm. about uh, flipping it on these school boards. I'm, I'm looking for an update of uh, Ankeny, Iowa, right? Remember when the school, uh, the parents said, hey, school board, if you don't drop your stupid mass mandate by October 1st, we're going to, in mass, keep our kids out of school. And by doing so, then the school doesn't get federal funding. Because to the tune of $9 million in that $9 district. $9 million. Yeah. And, Did and, they do it? And that's what I'm trying to find a, uh, I'm trying to find a. Uh, an update on that. An update. But I mean, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Because I mean that's that's the Montgomery school uh, the Montgomery uh, bus boycott right right it's like if you can get at their wallets yes then suddenly they see the light yeah 
Uh, all right, Denise in Texas. Hi, you're on the place. Good morning, both of you. You guys make me laugh. Y'all crack me up. Thank you. Anyways, I was listening to uh, Mark Levin last night, and he said that Eric Gard- Garland has mm-hmm. a daughter, and that daughter is married to a gentleman who has interest and has collected monies from the government for the critical race theory. Jeez. Uh, follow the money. That, of course. Follow the money. That's exactly what's going on. It's sick. Mm-hmm. And I just, I pray for this country. And I thank you guys so much. Y'all are, y'all are doing a great job at informing us. Thanks, Denise. Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, 93 Or at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, if you got some input, input for us. But that, that's usually the answer. You follow the money. When people ask, well, what is in it for the global warming people? Why, it, why is this so critical to them when it's clearly, you know, not the cataclysmic event they're claiming it is? Uh, money. Money and power. It's always money and power. I mean, you look at what Al Gore has made since he left office as <laughs> vice president. He became a climate billionaire. And so he's got a huge stake in this. If people don't believe the hysteria it's a it's a loss of income to him so usually that's almost always in fact that's the answer follow the money trail money and power uh president biden's pick for the nation's top banking regulator who received a scholarship named for vladimir lenin scrubbed her resume of the reference uh to the thesis she wrote on Karl marx while a student at Moscow State University. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it Soleil Omarova, um, Omarova, who Biden tapped ahead the Office of Comptroller of the Currency, listed a paper titled Karl Marx's Economic Analysis and the Theory of Revolution in the Capital on a resume as recently as 2017, but the paper was not disclosed on the version of the resume, resume reported last month by the Washington Free Beacon. I love this. Why are they so insistent on appointing, you know, because this is Joe Biden. He's a moderate, right? (laughs) He is right down the middle. He doesn't have any extremist agenda. And yet, how many of these people have we seen him trying to sneak into the administration? Marxists uh, and socialists and eco-terrorists even. He keeps trying to appoint to these positions. Yeah, never fall for that argument that Joe Biden's a moderate. Um, Remember back in 2008, Barack Mm -hmm. Obama was, quote, the third most liberal senator in the U.S. Senate at that time. And who did he tap as his VP was the most liberal senator as far as voting record goes, Joe Biden. And you see it. The, The proof is in the pudding is in the eating. Or whatever. How, is that how the that goes? The proof of the is in eating. <laughs> <laughs> because that's who he's surrounding himself with. Extremists. And that's part of the reason his approval rating has dropped the way it has. He's been on a precipitous downward trend uh, for the last several months. His standing among Americans keeps shrinking. Now, this is a Quinnipiac poll. They, the Quinnipiac polls are usually... Fairly friendly to Democrats. Well, his approval rating stands now in this latest survey at 38%. 
Wow. 38%. Wow. 53% disapproval. That's down from 42 to 50% approval-disapproval rating for him just last month. Uh, he got negative scores in the double digits on all but one key issue in the poll. Pudding eating? <laughs> no. I'm going to have to see. Let's see. <laughs> well, I would love to know where people think that he's doing a good job. I would, too. <laughs> Walking without tripping because he hasn't done that in a while. Congrats. Uh, according to Tim Malloy, who's a polling analyst, he's being battered on trust, doubted on leadership, and challenged on overall competency. President Biden is being hammered on all sides, and his approval rating continues its downward slide to a number not seen since the tough scrutiny of the Trump administration. His uh, rating had hovered in the low to mid-50s during the first six months, but the president's numbers started sagging in August. Huh, I wonder what happened. What happened, what in, happened in August? August? Just a rando mm. time there. I wonder what... Hmm. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I can't think of a thing. Which, by the way, maybe we'll get to it later, but uh, people have been circulating a clip from the movie uh, Lions for Lambs, uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, from Tom Cruise? Yeah. Uh, Lance, he, yeah. He predicted Afghanistan to a T. Let's see that. Not a strategy to bring the troops home. <laughs> so leave. That's not an option. Okay, let's uh, let's play this out. <laughs> Such a good actor, man. We walk. He is. Afghanistan reverts back to the Taliban. Mm -hmm. Only now the Taliban has metastasized into something infinitely more vicious and potent because they're now two and zero versus superpowers. Huh. They butcher the people who helped us, who voted, who were stupid enough to put their faith in our word. So call it not only the end of hope for tens of millions of Afghans, but the end of American credibility. The end of America is a force for righteousness in the world. When did America and when we're forced to go back in a couple of years, and please quote me on this, we'll be squared off against a shattered Iraq, a hopeless Afghanistan, and a nuclear Iran. How many troops are we going to need then? I guarantee you'll be adding some zeros. That's tremendous. Yeah. He left out the part of where we... Uh, oh, wow. We armed to the teeth the yeah. Taliban. Yeah, we left them $85 billion worth of weaponry, too. Because so. that's too ridiculous to think that... that <laughs> yeah. You don't write that into a movie script. What year was that? Oh, seven. 2007. Yeah. Wow. Pretty powerful. There we are. 14 years later, it looks like prophecy from a Hollywood movie. Wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Thanks for being with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Panther Blue tweets: If all governors, judge, judges, and school districts. Offered to drop masking of all kinds if you would eat a single serving of kale. Oh. Would you consider it? No. What? No, I wouldn't. Wait, what? Look, I've got my principles. Okay. I'm not going to do it. I mean, you I'm are. Not doing a, that for anybody. A man with convictions, and I it's am. hard to sway you. Yeah. And I see that even. <laughs> yes, I would. I would eat it. Oh. If I had to eat it every day, that would be a. Much more difficult yeah. proposition there. But, but but you're willing to do the for one. For a single serving? Yeah. Yeah, you're not committing to I two. I can do it. You're committing to just one. Right. Okay. Got giblets.
tweets, early one morning on our way to work, my wife saw a bicyclist wearing all black, nothing reflective, no street light in this area. However, the person on the bike was wearing a mask. What is it that? Is a cult. It is absolutely. There, there's no other word. There's no other word to describe the behavior of some of these uh, vaccine pushers, mask wearers. And, I mean, look. Yeah, so concerned about their safety. Right. Taking no precautions on a bicycle for drivers to be able to see them. But they got the mask on. Right. That it's just is perfect. This is just about optics. It's not about safety. Amen. Uh-huh. From Bob Lobla, I'm thinking we should all refuse to wear surgical masks out in public, unless, of course, it gives us permission to perform surprise amateur surgery on whomever pisses us off. Honestly, <laughs> I would actually wear a mask if, if I had the permission to do that. Yeah. Brandished finger guns. Creepy Joe, the most moderate dictator in American presidential history. <laughs> All right. Yep. You know, we were talking about Tom Cruise a few minutes ago because he uh, he he had that incredible monologue from, was it Lions for Lambs? Is that what yeah, the movie was called? in 2007. Mm-hmm. It just, again, got us started on that sidetrack where... <laughs> You know, I, we're so, easily sidetracked. So the entire break uh, during commercials, we're just talking I had about to Tom Cruise movies. hunt down his movies. The list of his movies is really impressive. Yeah, it truly is. It, it's like we were saying, you know, Johnny Depp, we know his name, mm-hmm. but none of the movies he's in other than the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. You look at a Tom Cruise list, it's like every movie it's is like awesome. It's, a, it's incredible. It's just the opposite. He was in Endless Love. Uh, remember that one with... Uh, Mm, was it Diana Ross was in that? Okay, well, you're not From making my point right out the gate here. <laughs> okay, well, Endless Love was a fairly big movie in 81. I mean, it was uh, okay. a long time so, ago. So, I mean, I wasn't even... Then he did Taps, The Outsiders, okay. Risky Business, yep. which was huge, mm-hmm. All the Right Moves, okay. Legend, Top Gun, mm-hmm. The Color of Money, Cocktail, Rain Man, yeah. which I love. I love that movie. <laughs> Born on the 4th of July, mm. Uh, Days of Thunder, Far and Away, another, eh. A Few Good Men, The Firm. And then you get an eh, interview with the vampire. I didn't see that, actually. But then The First Mission Impossible. Then Jerry Maguire, one of my all-time favorite mm. movies. Mm-hmm. Eyes Wide Shut, which was probably, you know, not great. I, I didn't see that one either, but I've heard the bad, reviews were not good. bad things about that movie. Uh, then you've got Magnolia, Mission Impossible 2, Vanilla Sky, Minority Report, another of my oh, favorites. Oh, yeah. Austin Powers and Goldmember, <laughs> The Last Samurai, <laughs> Collateral, War of, War of the Worlds, Mission Impossible 3, Lions for Lambs, Tropic Thunder, Valkyrie, which is great, Night and Day, which is, it's a fun movie, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Rock of Ages, it was a misstep there. Jack Reacher, Oblivion, Edge of Tomorrow, Mission Impossible again, Rogue Nation, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, The Mummy, which wasn't good. American Made, and then a whole bunch of Mission Impossible and uh, Top Gun sequels, including Mission Impossible 7 being made right now and Mission Impossible 8. And he, remember, he does like his own stunts. Remember, he shattered yeah. his leg jumping onto a building or something. But I'll tell you that Jack Reacher, those, those two Jack Reacher flicks are so underrated. They, they are really good movies. If you want to check those out, Pat, he has had an amazing career. Yeah, you know, whereas a lot of, for most most actors, you'll say, ah, eh, he's got a few hits mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of stuff you just don't like. It's the opposite for him. 
Exactly. Uh, 888-900-3393. What you think his net worth is? Got a guess? His net worth? Yeah. $200 million. $600 million. Oof. $600 million. Nice. Well, he deserves it. Yeah. I mean, look at all these hits. Great flicks. He's made billions of dollars for, for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, people overestimate, according to this new study, awkwardness. <laughs> we overestimate awkwardness. I'm sure I don't. I, <laughs> we underestimate the enjoyment of deep, meaningful conversations. And that's not Pat Gray saying this. This is a scientific study. Yeah. <laughs> People apparently benefit from deep and meaningful conversations that help us forge connections with Aww. each other. But we often stick to small talk with strangers because we underestimate how much others are interested in our lives <laughs> and wrongly believe that deeper conversations will be more awkward and less enjoyable than they actually are. That's according to the American Psychological Association. So small talk, good, mm, yes. is, the, is the takeaway. Uh because Although, it, it, it unlocks a door. Yeah. You should you should delve deeper, though. So when somebody comes up to you or you come up to the counter and you put your stuff there and they're ringing it up and yeah. they say, well, how's your week going so far? How's your day going so far? You should really delve into it, according to this. I, well, let me tell you something. I, oh, I, no. I woke up in the middle of the night because I had a hemorrhoid. Oh my so gosh. That's why I'm here, actually. I came for some preparation. Yeah, I see H. that. Beep. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got, uh, I guess it really wow. wanted to go deep. You with got, you. you got maximum strength. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll tell you what really works on that stuff is, yeah. is well, you got the wrong brand. You're going to have to tell you what, all these people in line, y'all got to wait a second. Uh, this gentleman, actually, you need to go down to aisle three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to get, uh, super duper maximum strength, uh, hemorrhoid cream that's what's gonna take care y'all, y'all just wait you want to go do that one here or jimmy jimmy hey can you go get the uh, extra super duper maximum strength hemorrhoid cream for this and gentleman? share that conversation with everybody around you because they'll all appreciate it i'm sure <laughs> according to the uh, psychological association connecting with others in meaningful ways mm. tends to make people happier and yet people also seem reluctant to engage in deeper and more meaningful conversation i mean you're right you're at huh. the checkout lane yeah, I'm not for all of two minutes. I'm sorry, I'm not no. going to tell you my life story in, in, in that amount of time. Mm. But you know what? That Actually, that study really kind of describes my podcast at the Mike Show. Because I ask these what would just be generic type checkout questions. You know, hey, how's your day going? Well, I don't ask that. But I mean, mm-hmm. ask like, where were you born? Which mm-hmm. on its surface, you could just, you know, just quickly just in and out on that one. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do for a living? Stuff like that. But that opens the door. I could see how that opens the door to more meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. But again, not in social situations where you're just going to be with that person for a moment. Not at the grocery store yeah. checkout line. That's weird. No. Hmm. Although, uh, a grocery... This is a... In the Netherlands, they've stumbled onto something that uh, slower is better. Supermarkets are opening chat checkouts. Oh, this is your nightmare, bro. This combats <laughs> loneliness among the elderly. 1.3 million people in the Netherlands are older than 75 years old, and one large supermarket chain is making sure they're not getting too lonely in their elder Aww. years. Oh, isn't that nice? It's sweet. Get a life. (laughs) (laughs) The Dutch government, with its campaign One Against Loneliness, has galvanized organizations, towns, companies, and individuals to find solutions. The grocer giant uh, Jumbo is doing their part with its innovative 
chatty checkouts. Wow, this is a place I <laughs> don't want to be. You would this never is, I'm go. not. No. This is what you would eat kale to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> going here. Yes. The idea for Kletz Casa, which translates to chat checkout, Ugh. originated uh, more than two years ago. And in the summer of 2019, the first Kletz Casa was opened. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Netherlands. This resulted in many positive reactions Aww. from customers. And now Jumbo's expanding their initiative even further. By this time next year, there's going to be chat checkouts in 200 stores across the country. I mean, stop. you got to know what you're getting into if you agree to work there, right? You're going to have to sit there and, and no way hear would the I same, same stories every, yep. every day at the same exact time. Yep. You know when old man Jones is coming in there, you're like, man, I'm not counting these coupons today. This one's for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be in the back uh, restocking stuff. Oh, boy. That, that's, not good. That, that you could, not I could fun. see you literally having a nightmare thinking about a place like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I'm not getting into the chat checkout line. <laughs> That's, no, that's for for darn sure. That's why, isn't that why self checkouts are so popular right now? Yeah, because you don't want to be bothered by anybody. You don't want to talk to anybody. You just want your stuff and you want to leave. But, but it's like it's like it's done so well that you always have to wait now to go through the yeah. self checkout. Um, I why don't you open up some of these lanes though? I mean, why do they have like they're at closed all the time? Right, they have like thirty lanes at Walmart. Twenty eight mm-hmm. of them are closed, and then you've got you know a traffic jam on the four hundred five over here trying to go through the self checkout. It's That's a right. nightmare, man. Speaking of grocery stores and what's going on right now, mm. uh, they're shrinking their products and raising the prices. Yep. Have you noticed that yet? Yep. Shrinking products, rising prices from cereal to soap, paper towels to pretzels. You might have noticed you're not getting as much as you used to at the grocery store, but you're paying more for it. Mm-hmm. Consumer blogs uh, have pointed out that products like oatmeal packets of 10 cut to 8 for some varieties, tuna cans from 7 to 5 ounces, and some family-sized cereals are slimming down from 19.3 ounces to 18.8. All evidence of shrinkflation. Yep. It's really a way to conceal higher prices, uh, according to the study um, author. Joe Biden's America. We're very deterred by price increases. We'll switch brands. We focus on cost over quantity, cost over quality. Unless you have an old box in your cabinet at home to compare, Mm -hmm. you might not even notice, though. They do this a lot with ice cream. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, they'll they'll shrink the size of the container a little bit Mm -hmm. and then charge you a dollar more for it. I, I hate that. I see it all the time. I opened up a box of uh, uh, some kind of cracker or whatever the other day. And you know how, like, they always say, we don't fill it up to the top because it settles during shipment. Shut up. Okay, and it's like three-fourths of the way full, okay? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Now, I yeah. looked at this box. Sometimes it's about half. That's what it is now. This yeah. one box that, that I opened up at the house, I was like, wait a minute, this thing is half empty. And that's exactly the point you're making with that story. Yep. Joe Biden's America. The maker of Huggies, diapers, and Cottonelle uh, to- toilet paper announced it will charge 4 to 9%. 9% more through 2022, and they're shrinking the size. Procter & Gamble, behind products like Gillette razors and Tide detergent, is also looking at price spikes. Dang. And so, so now the motivation isn't mm. to stockpile because of the interruption in supply chain, which of course there is, but it's also so that you can try to, to get in under the gun some of these higher quantity, higher volume 
uh, products before you end up getting screwed over. Absolutely. Uh, Briars, we were just talking about ice cream. Briars just went from 64 ounces on their one container to 48. Jeez, that's a big difference. Yeah. And the price didn't stay the same, though. It went up. See? 25%. They get you going and coming. 25%! Yeah. Wow. And then see, now... now That's a ripoff. You would hope that at some point in the future, things wow. get better. You would hope. <laughs> and then you, you see these uh, products that say, now, bigger size, or, you know, we added, or whatever, more for free. Mm-hmm. No, 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 you just got it back to where it was before Joe Biden was installed. Come on. Mm-hmm. Frustrating. Yep. Uh, but something great we have uh, we have coming up this weekend on Saturday night. We're doing uh, the not uh, the power of one renewing kindness uh, with artists. So this is our big annual event for Mercury One because Mercury One every dollar you donate to a certain cause every dollar goes toward that cause. That doesn't pay administration fees and the maintenance and the upkeep and all of that kind of stuff. The employees, that all happens with this fundraiser on Saturday night. Very important. So it's really important that we're, you know, that in order to do this, um, we, we need to have this one event in the year where we ask you to hopefully donate. Uh, but we're also proud to announce that American, former American Idol contestant and major Christian recording artists... Danny Gokey and Colton Dixon will be performing live at the Mercury One event. Uh, this is one of their tour stops on their new tour, Stand in Faith. So bring your family and friends. It's going to be a powerful night, a special evening celebrating 10 years now of Mercury wow, One. time flies, man. Hosted by Glenn, of course. Uh, it'll be at the Toyota Music Factory here in Irving, Texas. So it's worth a drive from anywhere because it's going to be a fun night. And you can do the raffle. Uh, That's right. The raffle ticket thing yeah, for, so the, for the car. You head to mercuryone.org uh, and look for the Lexus there, the little banner at the top, and you could buy a $100 raffle ticket and go home with a brand new, beautiful Lexus. Very nice. Valued car. at about $40,000. Look at that thing. It's that one right there. Mm. A really nice car. Yeah. For 100 bucks. Uh, plus, you could buy some cookies. I, that's what that was my contribution to the auction. Oh, is that right? Yes, a dozen cookies every month for a year. <laughs> so you can bid on that. Oh, cool. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of things to, to bid on and a lot of fun to be had. And we'll see you there Saturday night. Is it 7 o'clock that it starts? Ooh. Probably shouldn't have tossed that yet. Let's see. Uh, I bet it's not even on there. I don't think it is, actually. Hmm. I'm looking. It's almost always at 7, though. Yeah, sure. Anyway, go to mercuryone.org. <laughs> uh, mercuryone.org, and you can check it out there. 888-933-93. Pat Gray is unleashed. What do I call about all the lies being told about COVID, the vaccines, masks, all of that? There is a uh, doctor who is revealing how they're hiding the truth about the COVID data. Uh, here's what that doctor had to say about it, which is cut how nine. We're not testing for antibodies to see if people mm-hmm. have natural yeah, immunity. Test for antibodies, this. right? Uh-huh. We have no idea how long natural antibodies last, and we have no lo- idea how long um, the vaccinated antibodies last. We Five do, minutes. however, know that more and more people 
um, or yeah. having a reaction to this vaccine. And here's the here's how they're skewing the data. This is what I heard from one of the top three vaccines person today. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're skewing the data because if they have reactions <clears throat> after seven days, they're not counting that. Oh. It's not a it's not a reaction. Reactions are within the first twenty four to forty eight hours. Hmm. Okay. I could tell you today, young lady came in with swollen lymph nodes, headache, fatigue, had her shot last month, and her lymph nodes are now like the size of grapes, all of them. Oh, mm. So bad we're sign. sending her for studies, diagnostic studies. I mean, all of this is new. All of this is new medicine. Like, what do we do? Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about when they get a vaccine, how they're treating patients that have, you know, effects. You know, I had a lady that came in with Bell's palsy the other day. I had a young girl that came in yesterday. She can't walk. She can't eat. She can't do anything. She's so depressed. She can't function. And Hmm. they're saying she's a sight case. No. She was a perfectly young, healthy girl before she got the vaccine. Why can't people take ownership that there's something wrong? Mm-hmm. There's something going on. Mm-hmm. Follow the money. This vaccine. Yeah, follow the money. Uh, what are they made by uh, from these vaccines? Is it $27 billion something so far like this that. year? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And, and- going to be the, uh, the biggest selling uh, drug of all time. By far. It's not even going to be close. Pfizer's vaccine will be the biggest seller of all time. And you and I have been paying And we've for been it. paying for it. Yeah, because it's, it's free when you go and get it administered. But mm. nothing's free, and we all know that. In Missoula County, this is interesting. A little tyranny going on from state and local Democrats. Sharing their a photo, they happened upon... A mobile morgue unit. Oh, no, because of the deaths from COVID are so out of control. They had to that get they a- had to bring in a mobile morgue because all of the morgue space was taken up with dead COVID people. Wow, it is in bad, Missoula, huh? Montana. That's bad stuff. That's right really bad. Do we have the picture of the mobile Look at morgue? That. Look how big it is, too. It's a huge wow. mobile morgue. There's a lot of bodies stacked up in there, obviously. Except obvio. it's not a mobile morgue. I'm sorry, but... but it's an the, MRI. It's a mobile MRI But unit. the Democratic official there told <laughs> yeah. me it was a morgue. I know. Trying to scare you. And so it's been there. It, that, yeah. That's just part of their deal. It's it's a mo- <laughs> MRI machine there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they want, they want you to believe it's a mobile morgue. Because all the space has been used up. But I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a local official, so surely I can trust that person right. for sending that photo out and I telling know. us what it is. <laughs> My word! <laughs> and you have to put the stacks of dead people somewhere. Right. Right. So they brought in a mobile morgue <laughs> that was an MRI uh, mobile unit. How actually. weird that that uh, weird dead people need MRIs. I don't follow. I mean, this is... Do you need an MRI for COVID-19? I don't think so. It's almost as if this has nothing to do with COVID-19. I mean, almost. Almost like that. Almost. But we know it can't it's be that. It's almost like there's an agenda at play. No, but we know it can't be that either. Could never be that. Not in America. Yeah. Uh, 
Mm. And now apparently thousands more people are dying than usual in the in Britain. Yeah, this is we've again the How many times do we see a story like this and we say this is what we said a year and a half ago when mm-hmm. they shut down the world people aren't taking care of themselves, they're not going in for, you know, diagnostics or or and well so checks. Their health issues aren't getting taken care of cuz they're afraid to go to the hospital or right. the doctor. No preventative maintenance on bodies. Yeah. And so they're dying of other things other than COVID. Mhm. While the focus remains firmly fixed on COVID-19, the second health crisis is quietly emerging in Britain. Since the beginning of July, there have been thousands of excess deaths that were not caused by the virus. Yeah, because they won't go to the doctor for help. Terrible. Just terribly bad. One of these costs from from COVID that we'll never Mm. be able to fully calculate. Yeah, the unintended consequences that you just don't think about before. I contend some of them are intended. intended. Especially as they apply Mm. to our kids and how we're destroying them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's scary, though. It's scary. Uh, And, you know, don't let a health issue just go and linger because uh, we want you to stay alive. Okay? We don't want these more mobile morgue units to be brought into your local area. Wait, no, it was um, a, hmm? it was a, it was a, it was a, did you see the story that Pat just read? <laughs> it's a, it's an MRI machine. It's not a, it's not a morgue at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not that scary then? No. Oh, no. Okay. Now, it, but well, you're where, right. Where though. are they putting the dead COVID bodies? See, that's. Because aren't, aren't all the morgues, the permanent morgues filled so, with so, COVID victims? I was listening to Pat Gray Unleashed, uh-huh. and it's that's not a thing. Yeah, oh, really? Right. It huh. was an MRI machine, and is uh, it wasn't. Well, a, that guy's a liar. You know that what, Pat Gray? Right? Yeah, he's a liar. Really? He's a liar. Yeah. Oh no. So now I, I have nowhere to go with this. I know. Pat Gray Unleashed. Right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Brandon Winkledinkle tweets. <laughs> I hear they're going to do a remake of Risky Business, but renaming it Risky Business. Oh, no. And Jeffy's the star executive producer and casting manager. Business. <laughs> From Sully. The problem with presidents that care about approval ratings that are under 40% is that they need a war. Oh, no. Look out, my friends. Ugh. Uh, from Tisha Pruitt, they did the same shrinkflation the last time we had a major inflation. Uh, that was when they added the curve to bars of soap, the curve to the bottom of bottles, added more air to chip bags, etc. Mm. Same game, just a different year. Yeah. Unrepentant capitalist, shrinkflation reduces the product, but smaller box now called economy size. <laughs> or like with the Halloween candy, the fun size, the fun size of yeah. cereal. Yeah. No, there, there's nothing fun about it. Mm-mm. You know, it'd be fun is if you made it much, much bigger. Uh, you give us a lot more food for the same price. That never happens, but this does. Kara thirty twenty two, Moderna founders uh, debuted on Forbes list of four hundred richest Americans. Oh, did they? Huh. Oh, well, for, with the free vaccine? That doesn't make sense. Mm, that doesn't, doesn't. compute. Oh, it's, the vaccine's free. Check this out. 
Nothing's free, you idiot. <laughs> Breaking news. Pfizer has now asked the FDA to authorize its COVID-19 vaccine for kids aged 5 to 11. Yay! <sighs> <sighs> Yay! <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to be sorry. We're going to be sorry about that. In so many ways. By the way, since the vaccine mandate in New York City, restaurant business, business, is down 40 to 60 percent good 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 jeez i i i they sow your own seeds of destruction right. new york la yeah all these cities mm-hmm. with this vax port crap oh and last night this is a, a big breaking news situation a judge a federal judge in texas issued an order blocking the state's six-week abortion ban from the moment SB8 went into effect, women have been unlawfully prevented from exercising control over their own lives in ways that are protected by the Constitution. That's not, no. Does that it is say the judge true. who said that? What his, uh, judge Robert Pittman. Who do you think appointed it? What, what are you going to guess? I'm going to guess uh, Barack Obama, perhaps. I'll get back to you. That other courts may find a way to avoid this conclusion is theirs to decide. This court will not sanction one more day of this offensive deprivation of such an important right. An important right to kill babies. Yeah. That's the important right you're trying to protect. Wow. Oh, Obama. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course. Texas has already filed an appeal. Good. Good. This is going to be a battle, boy. We're we're in for it. Uh, And... And... Beginning Monday, we've got a great new uh, sponsor that's going to share with you how you can get involved in it. Oh, cool. Because uh, I think they're, they're called Preborn, and they provide uh, ultrasounds for pregnant women who are considering abortion. You know what the percentage is of women who decide against abortion after they've seen the ultrasound? I bet it's above 80%. It's 80%. Oh, wow. It is 80%. It's amazing. That is amazing. But yeah. what was the argument that the judge made? It's like give women the rights over their own bodies. When's a judge mm-hmm. gonna take that line and apply it to one of these vax never. lawsuits? Never. Nah, never. Oh my. Or or apply it to the child. Who 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 represents the child in there? Mm-hmm. Hey, they should have yeah. the right, and since they can't, as the state, we're going to protect it. Oh my. I know. Too much common sense for this early in the morning. <laughs> I know. Okay, well then let me give you some non-common sense. Here's a person who's just sick and tired of things, and they, I, I think their pronoun would be they. Uh, I'm not sure they shared their pronoun, but I'm going to Well, you're just supposed to know, right? Yeah, you're just, just Inherently, to, you're supposed to read their mind. Yes. You look at the person and you think, okay, that's a they. Okay. Or I guess you could ask, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, may I ask? Your preferred pronoun? Oh, that's not going to make that small talk from earlier any more awkward, is it? No, it is hey, not. Hey, before we continue this conversation about uh, how your day's going, how may should I, I refer to you? Inquire about your preferred pronoun. Yeah. Stupid world. Uh, but, but here's here's what's going on in her life. It's okay. so, right. so tragic. Okay. Or his or her. I'm catering to yeah. cis people's feelings. Because I do. People. I do it every time I go to Pause a restaurant for a and the server says... <laughs> Oh, no. Let me just ask. First of all, first of all, where did this cis thing start? Right. Why? Is that Latin or something for... One? Single? I don't know. I don't know. That's a great cis question. Cis persons. So stupid. Uh, we're not heterosexual. We're cis. All right. Let's see this. 
I am so tired of catering to cis people's feelings. <laughs> because I do. I do it every time I go to a restaurant mm. and the server says, hi, ladies. And Pause I don't it again. correct them. What if I were to say, what if I were to do a video? I am so tired of trying to cater to these trans people's feelings. I'm <laughs> sick of it. Because I do. Because I do. I cater to it. I, if they tell me their preferred pronoun, I try to use it just to appease them. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> that would be removed oh, from yeah. the internet. Shame on you. Your account would be turned off. You'd probably be fired from your job. All right, let's see what else she has. Restaurant and the server says, hi, ladies. Mm. And I don't Oh, no. Every time I choose the women's washroom because people expect that of me and it makes them comfortable. Now, you're assuming people Every time I go to the grocery store and ignore Uh being called miss or Mm ma'am. Every time a close Mm. friend misgenders me and my immediate response is to say, no, it's okay as long as you're trying. Okay. It's not okay. Oh, no. And I'm hard, not okay. Hard, hard because life. in order for any hard. of you to even entertain the idea of respecting she, my existence, how does she get through it? I have to water down all of my emotions lest I live up to the whiny crybaby's trans stereotype that you all have in your heads. I'm sorry, whiny crybaby? Because cry God forbid baby? you take someone seriously uh-huh. when they are showing valid emotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't Unreal. It. Unreal. I can't. Oh, what a hard life. Again, you see how one sided this is. It's all her feelings and nobody else's. Yeah. And uh, she's tired of it. Look, I don't care if you're on my side of an issue or not. If your video mm. rant includes the word lest <laughs> or the phrase lest I be, lest. you know, I'm, I'm tune it out. Yeah. Boom. Really? Just yeah. that got to you? My gosh. I mean, right. think of this. Like <laughs> the greatest generation stormed the beaches of Normandy to save freedom in the Western world. <laughs> and yet this, this chick guy, this individual's problem is... Uh, don't Pronouns. misgender me with your incorrect pronoun. Shut Pronouns. up, you! I'm kind of confused. What gender? I don't know, and I don't. I'm not going to engage in a conversation never, with them. They never said <laughs> what gender they right. prefer. That's a great point, Pat. She. We're supposed to just guess or know. This person takes time to make a video rant about how they're so misgendered, but don't take five seconds to tell us wh- how to identify you. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's why people have been getting it wrong because you're so it ambiguous can't to them. Tell, but we're supposed to magically, I guess. I can't through osmosis yeah. sense the way they identify. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so cisgender. Huh. Uh, it, it combines the Latin prefix. It is Latin. Cis, so. meaning on the side, on this side, on this side <laughs> with gender. What? So there you go. It, it, it means on this side. And so the prefix trans means across or on the other side. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. You got mm, it now? There you go. You got it. Sis. There will be a quiz later. Okay. <clears throat> Stupid. It, it, what? I just, yes. Right. Talk about being tired of it. Stupid world. Jeez. And, you know, we're being asked to conform and to bend to the will of 0.07% of the population. And that's fine. And, you know, you're a hater if you don't. And think about it. When the majority of people in our society these days have an opinion, that's just ignored, right? Mm-hmm. Like like with kids and masks and all this fun stuff, or, or people that, that don't want to be forced into taking the vax to have a job. Mm-hmm. The majority is completely ignored, but yet this person expects us to, <clears throat> and in many cases, get federal approval. Uh, on, on like bathrooms and stuff. Oh my gosh, I can't. Mm-hmm. I need alcohol. So let's see. If that person goes 
to the women's restroom because that's expected, then she must identify as a man, right? Because she doesn't want to go to the women's bathroom. Bro, I don't know. So she, this is a trans <laughs> man, I guess. I, I guess. No, no, no. Let, let's let's have Pat noodle right? this out for us. Okay, so. So if you don't, because she does, because this person here, right, mm -hmm. made it very clear. I let it go when the server says hi, ladies. Mm -hmm. So I think you're onto something there. So yes. a dude. Yeah. She's a the, dude. This person is the dude in the room when when somebody says hi, ladies, and that you know she lets it go or he lets it go. Easy there. They let it go. Yeah. All right. Don't be so hateful, Mr. Cisgender. By the way, my preferred pronouns, again, I should update, yes, are yes. today they are, they are we, us. Those are my preferred uh, pronouns. And you, you have would, spent please. the we, last us. hour and 45 mm. minutes kowtowing to me. Yes. As I've been yes. just misgendering you. I, right. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know. know. I, I apologize. What You're was right. It again? In this case, I did not start the show with my preferred pronouns right. today. But they are we and us, and I expect you to adhere to that until right. at least uh, the next for the next fourteen minutes. Okay. So if I say because it may change tomorrow, a lot of times my preferred pronouns change on a daily basis. Yeah. And just how I'm feeling that particular time when I wake up. So you're willing to cut me some slack since you didn't identify? The yeah, start but I'm of getting pretty sick of it, and it, it's a limited <laughs> so, time only. Wait a minute, hold on. I'm going to get pissed pretty soon. So is it fair to say that <laughs> they overcome with emotion? <laughs> right, so so we mm -hmm. were born in uh, Helena, Montana. <laughs> yes, we were, <laughs> but I wasn't. Yes. yes. So now, no, you weren't. Right, but we were. Right. Born in but, Helena, Montana. We was. We was. We, we was, was born. <laughs> we was. We this was is born. Absurd. Make it stop! <laughs> I can't take it. Oh man, it's <laughs> so great. What a world. So weird. Seriously, so. you could not have foreseen this five years ago. Five years ago, it was a different world, and we thought it was bad five years ago. Look how far we've come. Five minutes ago, it was a different world. We are spiraling out of control at just a, a, alarming now. speed. It's just really chaos. <laughs> All right. 888 Lindsey Graham got into some hot water because he recommended that people get the vaccination. Now, he didn't demand they get it, but he, he kind of suggested. Uh, here's a look at the reaction of the people there. If you haven't had the vaccine, you ought to think about getting it because if you're my age, oh. I didn't tell you to get it. You ought to think about it. Oh. Well, I'm glad I got it. They didn't even want to think about it. Of the people in the hospitals in South Carolina unvaccinated. Mm. So I'm with you. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. No, you're Don't not go with looking them. around, Benito. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I just said you should think about it is all I said. That's all I said. Uh, wow. It. Yeah. Wow. I. You know, stay away from the vaccination thing. Just leave us alone. Yeah, right. And he's in, uh, I'm very familiar with Dorchester County, uh, South Carolina, where he is. Don't, don't be going up there doing that, dude. You know better than that. Um, he's not up for re-election until uh, 2026. Wow. So he must have, he just won. He must have just won. Yeah. yeah, in 2020. So, how old is he getting to be? Oh, let's see how Lindsay is. Not a spring chicken anymore. No, nope. And I need to find a different page. Has to be in his, I don't know, at least mid mid seventies. 
Yeah, Ish. Let's see. Born in 55. So oh, okay. Well, he's him? younger than I thought then. Yeah. He's only so in his 60s. Huh. Yeah. All right. 65, 66, yeah. Yeah. Great. That's also, awesome. This is kind of fun. <laughs> you know, speaking of the vaccinations and, and all the unintended and intended consequences of this situation, a Colorado woman with stage five renal failure. Oh was months away from getting a new kidney. Now, she and her donor are looking for another hospital because of UC Health's new policy, which is not to give transplants wow, Colorado, huh? to people who are unvaccinated. Uh, Colorado. I, uh, this isn't, you know, Beijing, China, or Moscow, Russia. This is Col- Aurora, Colorado, and they won't give her a transplant because she's not vaccinated. This is medical. Oh my god! This is medical apartheid. That's all this is now. Sure That's what is. we've done. That's what we've done. It just wow. Um, according to UC Health, the majority of transplant recipients and living donors are now required to be vaccinated against COVID nineteen. Neither woman has received their shots. It's your choice on what treatment you have. In Leilani's case, the choice has been taken from her. Mm-hmm. Her life has now been held hostage because of the mandate. I mean, just... uh, apparently, she hasn't received the vaccine for religious reasons. Uh, Lutali hasn't gotten the shot, and she's the donor, because she says there's too many unknowns. Yeah. You don't need a reason. Reasonable. You know? Right. It's your business. It's your business. Until last week, neither woman thought they needed to be vaccinated for the transplant, but now they both need to be, or sorry, you're going to die. Huh. So let's see. This is making a lot of sense to me now. Right. The vaccine is supposedly uh, helping to keep her alive. Okay. But because she won't get that, then you're going to make sure she dies by not giving her the transplant you because she doesn't have the vaccine. Congrats. You noodled hmm. that one out. Okay. Makes total sense, right? Yep. It sure does. I mean, think about it. We had the, the, the poor mother with the uh, two young daughters, and she refused to get the vaccine until it kept her out of her child's classroom as a mm-hmm. homeroom mom mm-hmm. there in Seattle, Washington. And in order to be close to her daughter at school, she got the shot and then promptly died from it. Yes. Uh, it just, and, and then we had the other another medical situation, remember, over in Britain, where the hospital told her, much like this kidney transplant in Colorado, said, hey, if you want to continue with your pregnancy uh, care here, your prenatal care, you got to get the shot. Well, now the baby has uncontrollable shakes, beautiful, healthy baby mm-hmm. that just cannot stop shaking, and the doctors are trying to figure out, oh, my goodness, what's going on here? Now, what if the recipient of the of the transplant identifies as someone who's been vaccinated okay then can we give her the vaccination now you're on to something yeah yeah well i identify as a person i identify as someone who has gotten the vaccine right you're transvaxed yes mm-hmm. that's that's totally reasonable in this bizarro world that we live in it is i mean seriously i mean like that should be science because if that person right there mm-hmm. went in there and demanded that they be identified that way of course, the hospital would ignore that, but if, if if it was you, right, a dude, clearly a dude went in there and said, but you better call me a woman, they'd be like, oh, yes, ma'am, absolutely, we'll do that. This world makes I, a stupid world. It's crazy. It is absolutely nuts. <sighs> in Australia, if you want to work, eat, 
live exist, exist yeah. at all oh, after October 15th, which is coming right up. It's yeah. in eight days. Oh, boy. Uh, you better get vaxxed uh, or you're not going to be able to. Yeah. And here's the premiere uh, to tell us about it. So first of all, uh, I can announce that can by announce. Friday the 15th of October, every single authorised worker that is on that authorised worker list, whether they be in Melbourne or in regional Victoria, will need to have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That is, if they want to continue working. If there's people that don't want this mandatory vaccine, how do we manage well, this? Well, then they won't be going to work. Mm. Okay. It's very, very simple. Wow. It's very simple. We want to open the place up. You want to? I'm not taking lectures on freedom from people who will hold all of us back. Right? We want to be free. We're going to be free. We're going to be open. And the key to that is getting these vaccination numbers up and up and up. Does that wow. mean you don't have confidence in that 80% number anymore? No, no, not, not at all. We've just got to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And it's not about... It's not about the ultimate number. But will there be exemptions? I, I know you've just said there's a lot of... No, there'll be, there'll be detailed consultations, and I'm not looking to exempt anyone. I think I'm, I'm, wow. a, I'm in the business of encouraging. Wow. Uh, and where necessary, through orders signed by the Chief Health Officer, mandating people getting vaccinated where they pose a significant risk. This guy's a freaking tyrant. There's too much, there's too much at stake. You will need to be double vaxxed as, a, as an authorised worker. My Even when gosh. after we get to 80% and the authorisations are no longer there... I can't take the mandate, it. the rule, I can't take the chief it. health officer direct. I wow, he needs to be removed from office. I, I don't know the process in Australia, but wow, get him out. Well, you just had the uh, mm. the one premier uh, just resigned after it came out. Her connections was it with Pfizer or something? I mean, mm. duh. What have we been saying this morning? Follow the money, right? Oh my gosh! But Western right. society is in free fall. We got to get to this uh, Five Times August song because it's so good with a, such a powerful message. This is uh, one of our listeners who yeah, just really super talented. He's What's awesome. his name, Brad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Five Times August as it goes by with uh, music. But yep. Yeah. Uh, let's play his latest here about uh, all this stuff that's going on. One, two, three, four. Asking Jesus, what happened to us? Good question. Your mouth, get in line, just behave or pay the fine. They're pulling on your backbone and taking out your spine. They want you weak, don't speak, don't question, don't think. Yep. Keep staring at your smartphone, get dumber every week. Now give up your freedom and shush. Oh Jesus, what happened to us? Church, kill your faith, judge the skin and learn to hate. Make yourself the enemy, but call yourself a saint. Learn the rules, be a fool. Remove your kid from school and apologize for everything. Apologize for you. Now give the TV all of your trust. Oh, Jesus, what happened to us? Jack, Bill, Joe, they'll tell you what you need to know They'll give you your permissions and tell you where to go 
Lights, camera, action, edit We're so pathetic You believe it cause you watched it You believe it cause they said it Now everybody stay home and rust Oh Jesus, what happened to us? the truth of it all so shut your mouth get in line just behave or pay the fine they're pulling on your backbone and taking out your spine they want you weak don't speak don't question don't think keep staring at your smartphone get dumber every week don't nobody put up a fuss oh jesus what happened to us Jesus, what happened to us? Wow, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that with us, Brad. That's uh, incredible. Five times August mm-hmm. is what he goes by. Um, he and uh, John Andrasik from Five uh, for Fighting, uh, tremendous. And the only ones, it seems, the only musicians on the planet who seem to have an issue. Sure feels that And way. are, you know, putting in some powerful social commentary music. Where's everybody else that is supposedly, you know, that used to be on that bandwagon? Also, he's going to be a guest on your show. Uh, yeah, with... at the Mike Show.com, uh, early November he's going to be on. All right, I'll see you tomorrow.